That's the podcast, Coach, for March 2nd, 2024. Let's get ready to podcast. There it is. It's that music that means it's Saturday morning. It's time for Ask the Podcast Coach, where you get your podcast questions answered live. I'm Dave Jackson from theschoolofpodcasting.com, and joining me right over there is the one and only Jim Cullison from theaverageguy.tv. How's it going, Jim? Greetings, Dave. Happy Saturday morning to you. Always good to be back on Ask the Podcast Coach. And we have some tree trimmers in the yard this morning. So if the lights go out, I have a backup so I can keep podcasting. <laughs> the lights might go out, so I might go in the dark. So we'll just see how they're cutting over the power line. So we'll see oh, this is one of those. Yeah. But it's the reason I have a battery backup. So hopefully we'll be good for the next 90 minutes. I'm just waiting for like a branch to come falling, you know, through the roof behind you. That would be always yeah. fun. Yeah. Or through the, through the, through the roof. That wouldn't be good. He's that, mostly over. I was helping the early part of the morning. He's mostly, uh, he's mostly over the roof or away from the roof now. So I think we're going to be in good shape. Okay. Excellent. Well, yeah. and, and of course, you know, in the event that a branch comes through the window, there's an easy way to chill out while that's happening. And that of course is with a little cup of Java courtesy of our friend Mark over at podcastbranding.co. Hey, look, if you're watching this on YouTube, you can see there's the artwork for Ask the Podcast Coach for the School of Podcasting and the Podcast Rodeo Show. And here's what's cool about Mark. He makes pretty stuff. doesn't matter if it's your artwork, your whole website, maybe it's just a PDF. He makes it look good. And I ordered a new piece of artwork for yourpodcastwebsite.com that'll be coming later. And we sat down, we had our little meeting to kind of explain it. And I wasn't in a giant hurry, but I just emailed him and said, hey, like, do you need anything else from me? And he's like, nope, he goes, this one's kind of tricky. I'm still working on a couple of things. So he's he's really, he doesn't, he's just not a template guy. that's just gonna slap something together and go, here you go. So if, you know, you're, you're looking for something to look really good, this is the place to go. It really is podcastbranding.co. Mark is an awesome guy, and uh, he takes care of you. Podcastbranding.co. And, of course, big thanks to our good friend Dan Lefebvre over there, based on a true story at basedonatruestorypodcast.com. This week, the three they're covering, The Crucible, Waco, and Seabiscuit. Did you ever see Seabiscuit? You ever watch uh, that movie? Was that, that was movie that always makes fire? me hungry every time I hear about that movie. I know it was a horse. Didn't he win like the Triple Crown or something? Or something like that. Yeah. yeah. Craig Ferguson made a made a whole shtick out of it on a sh- on a show, and he had a horse that would run around dancing. Anyways, uh, it's available now based on a true story. Is it? Is it? Or is it not based on a true story? Check it out today. Based on a true story podcast. Dan, thanks for your sponsorship. Well, that has me intrigued because you know it's based on a true story because there really was a horse yeah. named Seabiscuit. But now the question yeah. is, how much of that was them making up the behind-the-scenes stuff about yeah. Seabiscuit? Well, it, I, oh, let's just compare and contrast, right? Like Waco, a very intense situation, right? It's a comedy. Would open, it, <laughs> would open itself up to a good drama or not basing it on the truth, right? One of those kinds of things where it was Seabiscuit, uh, maybe a boring story that needs more lift to it than it would, you know, who knows what you do. You know what I do know? You can go out and listen to the podcast right, right now and find out. <laughs> Check it out. This morning, I woke up 
I'm going to call it. Is is this explicit if I say the word boner? I got. Well, you, do, you I probably. Okay, actually, I probably. I got a nerd. I, I was very excited in a nerd kind of way. In fact, if you go to askthepodcastcoach.com slash contest, so askthepodcastcoach.com slash contest. Hurry now. I found, I, I did a thing on King Sumo a while ago where I gave away a microphone, and there was a fair number of, of entries that, like Vlad, there were a lot of Vlads and, and other very shall we say, Russian-sounding names. And so nothing wrong with Russian people, by the way. In the immortal words of Sting, I hope they love their children too, right? So <laughs> I, I uh, was like, hmm, that's odd that there were, it, was, it seemed, you know, I don't know that I have a ton of listeners in Russia, and it seemed out of... Uh, you think they're trying to, to do something nefarious with, I mean, is there a... Is there a whole cartel around contests or well, microphones? Yeah, that would, that's true. Like, a whole bunch of people. Look. It's a black market. We got to get in on this business of the, the, the free microphone. We'll sell them on eBay. It'd be great. So that would be awesome. Anyway, so I found this tool called Gleam. I think if you go to supportthisshow.com slash Gleam. But here's the thing. I, I logged into it. Holy cow. And I wasn't sure, is this a good thing or a bad thing? Because they have all these templates and all sorts of fun stuff that you can do. And so originally when I first looked at this, so on the screen, I've got, let's see, a six by, so I've got at least 24 different templates I can choose from. And on part of me was like, ooh, all the toys to play with. But I could also see where that would be uh, a little bit of overwhelm. And so it's the other thing, like it's it's very much, like if you go again, askthepodcastcoach.com slash contest. By the way, you win 30 minutes of free coaching with me. And um, so I'm playing with this tool. But uh, what I like about it is when I first went over, it was like 150 bucks a month. And I was like, yeah, uh, no. But they do have a free plan. And then if you just want the contest thing, like if you want to run a contest for a month, it's like 15 bucks. I'm like, okay, that's doable. Right now I'm using the free plan. But that's, uh, I, I did get a fair number of people that signed up for the free microphone. Again, a majority of them were from, uh, you know, Russia, but uh, that's, it that's was crazy. Do you ever, I do, I just, why, yeah. you know, why would they do, why would they do like, yeah. Well, I, I did see in this, if you upgrade to a paid plan, there is a fraud detection thing. So apparently you can have people, and, it, and even on the King Sumo one, I think they had a double opt in. So I'm, I'm not again, uh, look, I know this. When I was in a band, we gave away free kitchen magnets that said the Sugar Daddies. And somehow there was a Facebook group of people that love to get free stuff. And all of a sudden we get from, you know, like sign up here, we'll, we'll mail you this. It was just a magnet. We went to uh, Office Max back when there was an Office Max. And then I, I printed these, I had these super basic business cards and it was a business card magnet. So you just stick the business card on the magnet and presto, you have a, you know, refrigerator magnet. And all of a sudden I start sending magnets to, you know, California and Kansas city. And I'm like, look, we're in Akron, Ohio. And that's when I found out that there are people that just love free stuff. And I was like, Hmm. So a lot of podcasters, you know, want to give away or do this. Although I do get the feeling giveaways are have been dying off slowly. I'm not hearing about as many 
contests. Remember, it used to be you would be like, hey, come and like it in these five places and sign up in these two. And well, that's what this thing is better and you get chances. I don't know too many of those. I'm, I'm not seeing as many as I used to on that. And I, I don't know. Uh, we talked about this maybe a year ago. I think some people now, <clears throat> as you're trying to get them to do these things, even for a microphone. So, Dave, you throw that out there. And I think a lot of folks are like, yeah, I'm not, I'm not going to give you my email address, even for that. Right. Right. Become such a bad spam environment for those kinds of things. People are very suspicious of like, oh, no, no. And so sometimes I've heard of podcasters trying to give stuff away and no, nobody signs up for it. Yeah. Like, nah, for 50 bucks, you know, hey, an Amazon, $50 Amazon gift card. Yeah, no, I'm not going to sign up for it. So I wonder if that's kind of in all this stuff cycles, right? So I wonder if we're kind of at the bottom of the cycle on giveaways or I, I just don't see, I don't know, maybe the chat room can chime in on this or you're watching it on YouTube after the fact, you can leave a, leave a comment. I, I don't, I don't think too many people are doing that anymore, but maybe they are. So prove me wrong, prove me right. I don't know. Leave it in the comments. Love to, love to hear from you on that one. Yeah, this is what it looks like. So 30 minutes of coaching and you basically have to click here to give me your email address and first and last name. And then if you visit my YouTube page, you know, you get an extra, you know, whatever token towards winning. And then if you, if you were not on the free plan, you can have things like follow the show, you know, like you just said, follow me on LinkedIn, go to my Instagram, all these other things. And sometimes when I do see those and it's a laundry list, I'm like, yeah, I don't have a half hour to uh, enter the contest and that's fine. You can just give me your email address. Yeah. And you know yeah. what they're trying to do. I mean, they're just trying yeah. to bolster their social numbers, right? right? That's what we are all trying to do during those days. But yeah. I can't like leaving a comment on, you know, hey, leave a comment for me on Apple or, right. you know, a, a review. I kind of wonder if that, that horse is out well, of the barn. The problem with that is, right, Jim Mom 37 goes over and goes, love the show, great host. Like, okay, if they win, how do you get a hold of Jim Mom 37? That's kind of where these kind of things come into play. But, uh, Hey, we got uh, Craig over at livewellandflourish.com says that's why it's good to have a couple burner email addresses. And speaking of Craig from Live Well and Flourish, that's right. The man just published his 100th episode. So he's an awesome supporter. And it's actually his, his 100th episode is him kind of looking back on his 100 episodes and different things that he's learned and things like that. So check that out over at Live Well and Flourish. So Todd the Gator, I do monthly drawings for Discord community but they are already listeners, but it's a great community builder. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good, I, I, listen, I offered to give away some things to my Patreon subscribers and they were like, don't burn all your money on sending me stuff. I'm going to support you on Patreon, whether you give me free stuff or not. Yeah. And so there was, you know, it was, you know, probably cost me $5 to send something to somebody, which was the average Patreon subscription. And so always appreciated the listeners kind of thinking of that, like, don't, you know, don't, I gave it to you so you could do some things with your podcast, not necessarily, you know, not necessarily give stuff back. It, it goes both ways. I think on uh, YouTube right now, merch, shirts and hoodies and hats, like those seem to be, at least for the YouTubers I watch, those seem to be flying out the doors. Yeah, like, I was, and so, yeah. I was surprised because I've seen a few people add that and I forget the there's a store. There are two stores that are like approved by YouTube. But what I'm interested in is like a t-shirt is like 40 bucks. And I was like, yeah. wait, yeah. what? Like, holy cow. But I guess the if you are 60, 
Yeah. And I'm like, I know inflation and all, but I'm like, that's, that's a lot for a t-shirt. And I also know that that t-shirt is going to last about five washings and probably fall apart. You know, it may not for some of those expensive ones, they may be using some quality, you know, some quality vendors to get it done. I know I watch one guy and he, his, his hoodies are dynamite. I mean, he wears them. He shows people wearing them. They look great. There's a lot of, uh, in a lot of the folks, you know, a lot of the DIY folks on YouTube that I watch, you know, they'll, they'll throw, it's more, let's say it's, it has a more patriotic theme. So I think some of that sells too, right? You know, American flags and some of those kinds of things on their gear. So it, it is a, I think, I don't know, maybe we're back around to that where merch, that kind of merch seems to be doing, it yeah. seems to be doing really well. Well, we got some uh, comments here in the chat room. Coach Dave says, I left email services when my inbox got overrun by spam. We can whack a mole for only so long. One vacation break and the inbox looks like oh, the Omaha beach on June 6, 1944. It does. They're just nice storming date. the beach. Yes. Nice date reference. That's yes. Pretty good. Yeah. Rich Graham says, I don't have a problem giving my email if I trust the site. Yeah. Ralph over at askralphpodcast.com says, uh, I have, I've been offering a $25 Amazon card drawing to uh, get more email subscribers. Yep. There are those people that like, yeah, then you're getting people who don't really want your stuff, but I'm like, ah, I still got your email. But uh, yeah, I've had to do that sometimes. There is no $25 gift certificate. This is just me testing out Gleam. But if you want some free consulting, again, ask the podcastcoach.com slash contest. Podtastic Audio, who did uh, this month, the question of the month, which we'll probably talk about. I I always get worried about doing the question of the month that nobody's going to reply. And I, I came very cl- close this time. I had a, a question, but uh, yeah, Jeff C says merch is a great, if you have the community. In fact, there was a guy that I interviewed for my book, Profit from Your Podcast. And he actually, they would somehow, you know how you just talk and all of a sudden you you invent some sort of saying whether it's dynamite, how old is that? Or, you know, where's the beef or whatever. And he said they would come up with something and people would just laugh. And all of a sudden it became, and this is again, where the community has picked the phrase. Like you can't be Pizza Hut and say, nobody out pizzas the hut. I'm still not calling Pizza Hut the hut. It's Pizza Hut. But when your community identifies some sort of meme or saying, or whatever. Yeah, slap that on a t-shirt. And then what he did was he made it a limited time only. Like this thing, if you want the, you know, whatever, happy poop Thursday or whatever it is, what some weird saying. And then they'd had, the community would then design the shirt. Like he had graphic people. And this is where Adam Curry talks about time, talent, and treasure, the three ways your audience can promote. So like somebody would design a shirt and they'd be like, well, like, do you want a cut of the, the sales like, no, no, man, I'm supporting the show. And then they would make it a limited time offer. And there you go. So can you read Gary Stockton or bring up Gary Stockton's comment? I really like watching Otis Gibbs video. And he recently visited the factory that makes his shirts. I bought one one from him and it included a personal note. This is what I want to talk about a personal note in the packaging, which is, I I think super important. You get the opportunity to put a note in. So this last week, you know, they're not a sponsor of the show, but you know, I drink Island coffee. Oops. I'm covering the thing. You guys know, I drink Island coffee here. This is part of the the deal. Chris, who's a listener 
initially sent me a free, you know, a free pound of this thing. And I've been hooked on their green room blend ever since. So this week, this last week I ran out. So I ordered some more, two, two more pounds came in the mail and a note. I wish I would have brought it down with me. A sticky note from Chris said, Jim, great seeing you. Thanks for all that. Like this is, I was buying, I wasn't buying merch. I was buying, this is a product. They right. have no, but Chris saw my name come across and left me a note. I showed my family. I was like, this is incredible Yeah. that Chris would take the time. So Chris, thanks for, thanks for doing that. Certainly worth a mention, but it, imagine from the, the power of putting a personal note in, in some of the merch that you're sending out or oh. when you email back your, you know, somebody emails you about your show and you email them back. It's a powerful, powerful action that you can do. And I think one that's overlooked, but it's easy. I, you know? I don't know how I found them, but there's a company called oatsovernight.com. And you end up, you basically, they give you a tumbler with your first order. You dump in eight ounces of milk. You, you grab a bag of oatmeal, throw it on there, shake it up, put it in your fridge. And by the morning you can drink your oatmeal. Now it's a little weird if you are texture sensitive, it may not be your jam. But they're yummy. They are darn yummy. Lots of protein, lots of fiber, blah, blah, blah. And so I ordered a big old box of it and it's over. And I just re I was supposed to come March 7th. And I'm like, no, no, I already blew through this. Send my next order. And I know it's automated, but A, everything looks clean and everything is super personal. A lot of pictures of people in the factory. And you feel like you know the people in the factory. And this was from the owners like, hey, I just saw you ordered your second box. And I just want to say, thank you so much. I'm glad you're liking the product. And I know that's automated, but it was still kind of cool. And then you go to, it's like, click here to know a little more about me. So like, all right. And this guy was like a professional poker player and was always hurried in the morning and invented this way to drink oatmeal. And it's just it, the brand itself. I feel like I know the, the brand and it's really cool and really slick. So yeah, that those personal notes come in handy. Jeff, Says Ecamm just launched a new merch store and people are buying stuff like crazy. Funny how software has built a community that will purchase merch. Yeah, I uh, when I heard that on their show, I was like, I might get a little Ecamm shirt going on here. Uh, why? Because I'm a fan. I love their product. That's another one. That's just like the the Oats people. It's a cool community. And there are people over there arguing over whether or not their maple syrup pancake oatmeal really tastes like pancakes or not. But they're all like arguing over like, what's the best flavor, all sorts of stuff. Jeff, I wish I asked them affiliate link for the oatmeal. I wish they had one. That was my first question. And what's weird is I liked the oatmeal before I tasted it. Now, how is that? They're like, literally when you sign up, I love the fact that when you sign up, they're like, Hey, while you're here, can you answer a couple of questions for us? And you're like, you know, what's your age? Where do you live? Blah, blah, blah. How did you find out about us? That's always a question you want to ask people. How did you find my podcast? And then all of a sudden you get to like question number six and it's like, hey, are you tired of questions yet? If you are, click here. If not, click here. And so I'm like, well, that's pretty funny. All right. So you you instantly get that this brand has their tongue in their cheek. They, they want to have a little fun. And so I said, all right, give me some more questions. It's like, wow, look at you, question master, whatever. And it was like one more question. But just the fact that there was a little tongue in their cheek, I'm like, wait, this isn't like kind of like when Dollar Shave Club first came out. I didn't realize the owner of that, the guy that started was a comedian, which makes sense. His brand was super funny when it first came out in all their commercials. So Coach Dave says, we use this technique when spending weeks in backcountry, cold soaking, keeps weight down, 
Cold soaking? Oh, it must be food. No, what you're doing. Yeah. In other words, putting, adding, you know, when you're, you, you pack in the dry goods and then you cold yeah. soak it. Yeah. And that rehydrates the food. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I really, I mean, I can send you a link to their stuff on Amazon. You can also, if you want to test it, it sounds like a giant commercial, but you can go to Walmart and wherever they have the oatmeal stuff, they have like a couple flavors. Like I think they have apple, cinnamon, and then they have chocolate, peanut butter, banana. And instead of pouring milk into that one, you you pour water into it. So it's pre-made. And I'm like, ooh, that screams take me to podcast movement when I don't have, you know, it's easy. I, I can always find water at these places. I may not be able to find milk. So that's fun. We did have a question come through. Oh, well, we'll be using the YouTube audio today as Dave looks over and realized he never started. I went to make a marker and I'm like, oh, yeah, you never started the, the uh, that thing, that piece of equipment, the roadcaster. Silly me. All right. So uh, this is from Dave. He says, this question is for a webmaster. This might be, Jim, are you going to have to get your nerd on for this? It's very possible. Yeah. So the question is for the webmaster is $75 for web hosting, SSL, and full cPanel for a year. Outrageous. And now, oh, he's been waiting for this. It's time for Jim to get his nerd on. So $75 a year, no. $75 a month, yes. Yeah. <laughs> That's when I first read that I thought, you know, I think anything dollars or less is a smoking hot deal. We we on Home Gadget Geeks, we talk about, you know, Maple Grove Partners offers a plan at 10 bucks a month, which is pretty, pretty reasonable. No, I for for what you're doing, especially if there's depending on their media hosting and how that is set up and how much bandwidth you get. No, I don't, I don't think that's outrageous at all. I think that's pretty good. I think that actually it's a pretty good price for 75 bucks a year. Yeah, I'm looking at SiteGround, which is, I, I use Maple Grove for the School of Podcasting, but I use SiteGround and I did kind of get sucked in because they have a $3 a month plan, but that's for the first year. And then it goes to $17 a month. Got that second year bill. I was like, wait, what? Hold on a second. Yeah, but, that's the old come in, come in low for a year, yeah. and then the adjust. They're hoping they don't, you don't notice the bill when that thing goes up. Yeah. Have you seen the AI generated websites yet? No, there, there's a no, thing. I imagine they could do a good job. Well, it's it's that's interesting. I think it was Zap WP, if I remember. I'll find the the website here. But you basically go in and say, "I am making a." restaurant with this and this, here's my about page text, here's this and that. And it spits out a website that you then tweak. So it's kind of like making your own template, but that, uh, that's something new. Gary says, uh, you know, what, what was the price? He said 79 for the year for a website, but 129 for Evernote is outrageous though. It is in my book. Uncle Marv says, finding out how much and how long you have for storage. Yep. $75, you know, well, Oh, wait. It could be too, bud too budgety. Like in this area, to Uncle Marv's point, you could be buying so cheaply, you know, you're getting one one thousandth of a server just because it comes up. Yeah. You know, you log into the C panel and you're able to do some things to it. Doesn't mean it can support five or 500 people who show up on the site. So you got to, I think you have to be careful. There is too cheap in this space. Yeah. There is too cheap. 
I got tuned down for their affiliate thing, but it was three bucks a month. And it was like, always, like it wasn't a first year thing. And I was like, wait a minute, you, you need to stay in business. Mm-hmm. So we have- Listen, T-Mobile offered me home internet. Now it's wireless. I have a tower right up the street, so it's not too bad. At 50 bucks a month, unlimited. <laughs> and they were like, 50 forever, you know, kind of thing. And you're like, guys, nothing is forever. Like, let's not- Let's not get carried away here on this thing. I I need you to realize, you know, at some point you're going to have to raise the price. But so far, there there's been no hint of it. I think just you just got to keep track of those things to make sure you're not someday you wake up and you've got, you know, fifteen hundred dollars in subscriptions. Dave, in the world you live in, where you're constantly testing things all the time, yeah, you got to be extra vigilant about making sure you're checking. You're turning on and off your subscriptions after you're done testing them. I, I have one I need to shut off here pretty quick. I'm not even using it anymore. So got to keep it, got to stay on top. What I find out is, and Neil, I'll, I'll get to you in just a second. We got somebody waiting, which is cool. But I have signed up for stuff, thought I liked it, buy a year of it, and then four months in go, yeah. And then all of a sudden, $120 will come through. And you're like, what is this for? And then you got to go to Google. And like, I'm looking for LLC you know, clown fart, something like, wait, what? Like, I can't find the invoice. I don't know what's for. I don't know where to cancel this. So you have to kind of keep up on that. So, but we, yeah, we do have uh, someone coming to the stage. So let me switch over to, oh, wait, again, I got to move my, see, this needs to be smoother, Dave. Make sure the, make sure the echo is not there as well. Ah, yes. Let me, uh, let me switch to the scene and we'll drag him in. There we go. Hello. And Hello's there. There he is, the one and only. How are you? Hey guys. How are you? This is this I'm fine, Good thank you. you. Good to see you. Welcome. Cool. What can we help you with? All right. Well, I'm um trying to get started a little bit again with podcasting and um it just happened that my um, old PC died. Oh. Like like totally in there, and uh, I think it's a goner. And so uh, I had this MacBook that I'm using now, MacBook Air, from 2014. <laughs> still, still a lot. Still, uh, still fine for, uh, I mean, still a lot and steaming, for, steaming on just yeah, fine. For, for what you're doing from a, which pod, is pretty from a podcasting perspective, I mean, that Mac could, could probably get you another four or five years. It The video, if you do video editing, it's going to struggle a little bit. It'll still do it, but it'll, oh, it'll struggle oh, a little yeah. bit. But this kind of stuff or recording, even recording video, yeah, no, you, that, that Mac will probably get you another couple of years. It would be good to start thinking about, okay, I know, I know I, I'm going to have a replacement coming up here. You know, and if you want to go, if you want to stay Mac, you could, the M2 or the M3 when it comes out, mini may be a great option. You're, you're talking about a grand-ish in there, USD. Or you could go PC. And and the the every the PC right. makers right now are having trouble selling PCs because nobody's buying them. Right? We, we bought them all during mm-hmm. the pandemic or in that magic cycle where uh, nobody's buying them anymore. So there, there could be some options for you. Dave, your thoughts? Yeah, just like you said, anything that, unless you're doing major, major stuff, 
you know, you don't have to, because so much stuff we do, like, you know, here I'm using Ecamm, but before I used Ecamm, I used StreamYard. And so all that processing is via your internet speed, and then you're using their service online. So a lot of the stuff that you use, like I just started using ReSound to edit this show because it does a really good job of finding the ums and bringing them back. So again, there's another web-based kind of tool that doesn't need a huge amount of power to uh, to get through. But did it give you any warning before it died? No, oh, man. You see, no, nothing. I was just, uh, you know, I wasn't doing anything special at all. Just uh, browsing the web, basically, and uh, all of a sudden, yeah. poof, um, gone, everything. I'm not even sure if it's completely gone, but I think so. But anyways, right now, I'll stick to the uh, good old yeah. MacBook Air. And I do have uh, another Mac, as it happens, like uh, one that I got from my dear wife, <laughs> also from 2014, I believe, iMac with the really great 27-inch. 27, what, what, how do you, what are those, those numbers? I don't know, yeah, 27, 20, sounds about right. green? Yeah. yeah, that sounds right. Yeah. yeah, so that's fine. But what I'm trying to do now is to record well, at least try try to record a, uh, a future uh, podcast episode using this uh, good old MacBook Air and Audacity. And I wonder if it's possible to, just theoretically speaking, add a guest that's participating using Streamcast from, from the uh, MacBook side uh, and a uh, another guest that's uh, coming in through the phone into the yeah. p4 so i yeah. would like to record the works yep i would like to record the works using the uh, the same macbook air but i think there are a little bit it's a little bit difficult to do this especially in the apple world world if you want to get the uh the computer yeah. audio. I forget the name of the, there's a Mac program, Audio Hijack Pro. Yeah. Sound, oh, I was Or Soundflower, but I, both those I hear that you, it gives you much more routing on send this input to this kind of thing. Yeah. So yeah. And I know, mm -hmm. especially on one computer, having all those inputs go into, in this case, say Audacity, and then while you're recording it, send audio from that same computer back to the guest and the host, that can be a nightmare. That's where I would record it on the, the P4 because that's easy. You're on channel one. Yeah. I, yeah. I was just thinking, I was just thinking that it would be great yeah. to back up yeah. of everything in the, in the MacBook Air, but I know it, it might be hairy. Yeah. So uh, Gary mentions loopback too. I think that's yes. another loopback on the Mac. Yep. Uh -huh. yep. Okay. But theoretically, it should be yeah. possible. 100%. To to get the works recorded, yeah, you should be using the the same Mac. Yeah, I know Chris, okay. who works in a lot more video than I do, says that basically a MacBook Air, depending on if you're doing it on the machine, could be you know depending on it. He says so any video will be a trudge with MacBook Air. Yeah, editing editing is yeah. Nilo. Editing will be where you struggle, right? It, but you're just doing audio. Right? I don't. I don't. Yeah, yeah editing is a completely different story. But I was just thinking, yeah, you'll, you'll be fine on the recording side. The word I haven't used in a long time, mix minus, can be a pain. Yeah, that's that's the tricky part. <laughs> I don't yeah. know. P4 will take that. care of 
large yeah. chunks of that for yeah. you. Yeah, huge. Don't to worry about it. Yeah, excellent. Mm. Anything else we yeah. can help you with? All right. I'm fine with this. Good, good advice. And uh, I don't even think that I'll actually need to get everything, including this, this StreamYard stuff into the, the backup recording. But uh, it's good to know. That yeah, it's possible. and, and st StreamYard can record separate tracks. And so does Ecamm since you're on a Mac. So, you know, and then uh, Chris says, yeah, Mix Minus should be our new drinking game. Exactly. <laughs> we, don't, we don't say it very much. No, anymore. that's why it'd be, uh, it would, that way we wouldn't be quite so hammered when the uh, show's yeah, over. Yeah. Excellent. <laughs> All right, my man. Well, thanks so much. Thanks, friend. Good seeing you. Thanks for coming in. You bet. Thanks a lot. Good guys. to see you. Yeah. Uh-huh. Bye-bye. Good one. And you, yep. you can do that Bye. too by just going to uh, askthepodcastcoach.com slash question and ask your question live. That's always fun. You know, I've got that open now so I can see when people pop in. We did have somebody speaking of StreamYard bred to perfection with Kenny hmm, Troiano. Says, this is a question for anybody here. Have you been having problems with StreamYard? For the last two weeks, we're having connection problems between the, uh, the hosts. I haven't used StreamYard in a while. Actually, I did. I used it about three weeks ago for an episode of uh, the podcast review show where we review Ask Ralph from Ask Ralph Podcast. And we didn't have a problem. So, you know, I always just recommend, this is where I saw somebody in a Facebook group and they were blaming the guest for having bad audio. And I'm like, okay, I get it that they showed up with no microphone, which here's the thing that drives me nuts. There's a, uh, a podcast about podcasting and it's all from the advertising industry. Forget the name of the actual show, something like the Media Roundtable. And so these are guys that work in podcasting, and I'm amazed at the number of people that show up with like almost no microphone. I listened today, and I was like, you got to be kidding me. So Chris says, I use StreamYard on an average three times a day with guests. Not an issue. Definitely reach out to StreamYard and, you know, their help to uh, source the issue. Yeah, I've never had a problem. That's one of the things I like about it. It's simple. It works. It's powerful. That's always interesting. It does remove, like, like in Nilo's case, Ecamm is local. So, uh, you know, he's got that older MacBook Air that, yeah. that where StreamYard, they're taking all the processing. Code, yeah. So you're just connecting via web browser. So I'd recommend if he was, he's only going to do audio. I'd yeah. recommend for him, though, if he was going to do video, better to go to StreamYard with his equipment. If you have older equipment, I think better to do StreamYard. If you wanted yeah. to use Ecamm, probably going to need to upgrade your, your, your yeah. I think you're running that on a M1, right? A Mac M1? Yeah, I'm running this on a. Mac mini. mini with a decent amount of RAM in it. So yeah, yeah, no, it works great. Uh, the minis are awesome. I, I'd, 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 if I were him, I'd buy an M2 right now. The M2 mini, the M3, I think the M3 minis will come later this year, but great, great. It, the, the, the mini is just a re it's, it should be required for podcasters. It's a really good podcaster. You're using it, Dave. And listen, you're doing what I do. You have windows and Mac right. next to each other, right? Have you gotten to that point where you don't even see it anymore? It's just, you're, you're like, it just, you do what you need to yeah. do on it and you don't even think about what the operating system is. Well, as he was talking about that, I thought I should start putting like $25 a month away because the PC's yeah. Yeah. probably five years old. And by the time I get a grand or so, but most of the stuff I do on the PC is web-based. I think I use Google Docs now more than I do. Like, I really started asking, like, why do I have Microsoft 365? And I was like, well, because I do PowerPoint presentations for, like, 
podcast movement is coming up. So I was like, ah, I guess that's worth whatever it is, 10 bucks a month or something. I like, like having both. I like, yeah. It, for me, it just, it, it is, it, it's one of those things. If I do get in a spot where I have to have one or the other, I've got them both. There are still a few Mac only things and there's still a few only windows only things. And you, it's nice to be able to be like, oh yeah, no, no, I'm going to do that on my windows. Box. Yeah. And yeah. So it's, it's handy to have both. I think. Uncle Marv says StreamYard somewhat acknowledged possible issues. If you record both video and audio locally for each other, he says, I've been having issues off and on and asked them about it. So that's uh remember anytime good. you decide to record locally, you're now at the, you're now at the, uh, the mercy of the equipment that's yeah. on either end. Right? Yeah. And so, you know, and then the, fire beware. Jeff has a great point. There is a podcasting hour, the algorithm, the more rich and famous a person is, the worse their audio and video and tech will be when they show up. Yeah. That's that's always amazing. And Chris says, yep, browser-based video will help local resources mm -hmm. hogging, but honestly, a 2014 Air for any video sure. is, yeah, you're kind of... Uh, yeah, you're, that's about the edge. That's the edge of tomorrow. <laughs> when you're, you're kind of coming up on that. But he said, he was really clear, audio only. So he should be, you can audio editings. For in most cases, the application may struggle, but the actual doing the audio processing, not very hard. Yeah. And then Chris says a Mac mini is $600 with eight gigs of RAM works so well for all this. I think mine has buy it with more. Buy yeah. I'm going to say, I think I have at least 16. Yeah. 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 Buy it as with as much RAM as you can get. Cause it's, it's, you're not going to upgrade a Mac mini. So yeah, get the max, the hard drive. You could, you could cheat, go cheap on the hard drive if you want, because just depending on how you store your files, if you right. got some, if you have some network storage or whatever. But on the on the Mac side of things, buy absolutely as much RAM as you can afford. Yeah, here's a good question that I'm I'm not sure I know the answer. Does an episode have to be marked explicit in Apple Podcasts if the public episode is censored, but the paid version or the paid subscription audio is not? That's a great question. I know if it was. Because the whole thing there is I'm paying for the uncensored version. And I, you know, hmm, I know if it's public, free public, you have to, well, you're supposed to. Not everybody does. And I, I keep finding shows, and I'm not a prude, but, man, when you're dropping like six to ten F-bombs per minute, like, get a new adjective, would you? Holy cow. But I honestly don't know. That would be an Apple podcast question. Because I know when you when you mark even an episode explicit in public, they block the whole show in a lot of things that end in Stan over in the Middle East. Uh, there's a bunch of countries. What Dave, what happens if it's explicit and you don't mark it? I think what it does is if somebody flags it, hey, they said booger, and they tell Apple, then you get in trouble and you have to go to the principal's office and sit yeah, under what does the get in trouble mean. What do they, I, I don't know. I, I actually, I don't know. What do they do? Do you know? Well, I know if you mark it explicit. So if you say this is explicit, there's like, I'm going to say somewhere between 10 to 15 countries, almost all of them in the middle East that will not only block your show, but they will block your, yeah, oh, Jim needs more coffee. a volunteer port. Sarah's down here wanting uh, some coffee. Yeah, so. there you go. Well, you got to so keep Sarah, you know, hydrated. Yeah, she's taking all my coffee, but yeah. that's okay. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> if you mark something explicit, there's a giant list of shows 
that uh, shows a giant list of countries, but they're almost all in the Middle East that will not only block your show, but they will take the whole show in Apple iTunes or Apple podcast, depending on what you're using and remove it because they get really bent out of shape. If they hear the word booger, remove it for that country or for that country. Right. So it's, um, let me see if I can do this in the chat room. Cause I have a, uh, uh, I wonder what the yes. stats are on that. Here's here's the list of names. Bahran, Belarus, Brunei, Durasalam, Burkina, Faso, Chad, Egypt, India, Jordan, Lebanon, Nepal, Oman, Qatar, Saudi Arabia, Tunisia, United Arab Emirates, and Uz, that's my favorite, Uzbekistan, Uzbekistan and Yemen will block you if you have an episode labeled explicit. So if you're trying to reach the Uzbekistan audience, don't say booger or any other words that rhyme with, you know, Schmidt. So. Yeah. Have you ever seen a list of explicit words? No. It's besides the George Carlin ones. And I always say. If yeah, you have, no, that's a thousand years ago. Though. If you have to ask, then it's explicit. I remember the one guy at Libsyn was talking about the F word and he was saying, Something like, yes, but it's an adjective, not a verb. Is that okay? And I was like, yeah, it's, it's you know, you got to just remember, just picture saying that word in front of a Southern Baptist, and that will answer your question. And I... Well, so, you can't say dancing in front of it, because <laughs> dancing leads to sex. So you can't... Actually, it's the other way around. Sex leads to dancing. Yes. So... I blew that, I blew that joke. Dang it. Yeah. That's all right. All right. Well, yeah. Well, the other, I started, I mentioned, uh, did I mention Evernote yet? I know the, the, yeah, we talked a little bit about that. Well, I didn't, I didn't mention the outrageous pricing, but what I moved to was this thing called joy note. If you go to support slash joy note. So you can see right now, if you're watching the video, I have it on the screen. It looks and smells a lot like, and, and it's actually, it's weird. One of their key ingredients is it is, really meant for sharing notes. It's really team-based, and I am an army of one. But my biggest thing that I liked about it is, A, it's not just gray. This sounds so weird, but to me, Notion is just gray. Everything is black and white. I'm like, can we throw in some color? And I love the fact, because I was trying a bunch of different ones, and Evernote is kind of like that scorned lover, that, like, screaming, I want my T-shirt back. They uh they only let you export 100 notes at a time. And then some of these other apps, you could only import a notebook at a time. And I had like 130 notebooks. So I found NoteJoy. It's, I want to say, 50 bucks a year. I had to go to the Medium program. and But it's, it's handy, and that's what I'm using now. Nothing against Apple Notes, but you can see here. Our next question is a recipe for disaster. This person said, hey, you all, I recently started a podcast with a friend of mine's. That's what it says. A friend of mine's, and I would like to know some interesting topics we should highlight. This is to me always something that I'm just like, if you if you are struggling with what to talk about, not that you shouldn't start a podcast, maybe you shouldn't start a podcast now. The background of our podcast is a little is the authentic as possible. So I think they mean to be as authentic as possible while also creating a safe space. We cover current events, culture, sex, experiences, mental health, and a lot more, which is already a lot more. Definitely 18 plus for language, speaking of, of saying naughty words. 
It is also important to me that everyone feels included and welcome to our show. So I do not want to make anyone offended. Thank you. And then their hashtags were hashtag help us go far and hashtag help us grow the right way. And so I, I labeled this note recipe for disaster because if you're worried about offending people, like we said booger today three times, there's somebody that's like, oh, I can't listen to this with the kids in the car. He said booger. And I, I said something that rhymed. I, I talked about Schmidt. And they're like, well, if you take the C out of that, that's a naughty word. You know, if you're worried about offending someone, you just, you just forget about it. You can't go to the grocery store without offending someone because you're standing in line and they're like, oh my gosh, look at that guy. He's so old and he's got SpaghettiOs in his cart. What kind of weirdo eats SpaghettiOs when you're 59? And I'm like, me, when you're in a hurry. So I just, and then the whole, we're going to talk about cultural events, culture, sex, experiences, mental health, and a lot more. And on one hand, if the goal is to have fun with your friends in the basement, then by all means do it. But it seemed like they were a little all over the place. I don't know. I don't want to discourage yeah. people from starting a podcast. It just no. seemed like you're, you're a little, it smells a little half-baked. You might want to put this one yeah. back in the oven for a little bit. We're, listen, we're preaching into the choir, right? I mean, we yeah. the folks that listen to this show. But right. like, if, you're, if you don't know, don't start a podcast. Just start a Zoom call. Like, just do a Zoom call and have those conversations and see if they go anywhere. Try to do six of them in a row. And if it, because I think sometimes people think they're, well, one, they're funnier than they actually are. Oh. Two, that this is sustainable. Like, the group conversation of just getting around and making jokes and talking about sex and whatever is interesting. And they themselves, after maybe five or six, are like, you know what? I'm busy that night. You know, that's the, that's how, you know, like say, say you're doing a show and you got four people involved or three, when one of them starts canceling more than they're there, you you've lost your host, right? They're getting, they're like, eh, this is, this isn't that important to me anymore. So I start a zoom call, try and do it four five, six times in a row. You can still record it if you want, right. but don't, don't get all committed to something like that. It's just not, it's, 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 it's way harder than you think to sustain those kinds of, I think some people think, well, turn on, you know, hit record. It'll be great. It might be, it might not be. It's really hard to sustain that over time. And I think it takes a lot more work. This is where you see on Spotify, a bajillion, is that even a word? A bajillion two and done, not one and done. No, oh, yeah. Because the second one is really hard. The first one is fun. This is exciting. Look how fun this is. And then all the editing work or all the post-production work. And that second one, you're like, oh, maybe this isn't as fun as I thought it was going to be. Right. And so you see two, and then they're kind of gone. I think a lot of people forget that the goal of a podcast and in 99% of the thing is to have someone listen to it yeah. and they forget that someone is listening to this. And it literally is just like a phone call. And your phone calls aren't that now might be to you, Jim, do you have a family inside joke? Like oh, something that a thousand of them. Yeah. Yes. So can, can, is there anyone you could share? Like just, just say the inside joke so I can show you that I, I, uh, well, we, we quote a lot of Monty Python. And so somebody will be like, oh, I'm, I'm dead tired. And then somebody will go, I'm not dead yet. Right. Right. I, I'll give you an example. When I was in, probably junior high, early high school, 
I don't even know where the word came from, but somehow the word shum meant hello. And then somebody said mashum, which was like, and good day to you. And we started making up this because you're a nerdy little high school kid. You started making up our own language. So, you know, and then we had that then again, when you're a nerdy little 12 year old kid, we would come up and we would stick our, we would take our, like a fist, but the top of the fist, we would stick on your chin and we would rub it to your chin and go, oh yeah, there you go. Oh, getting a chowby. Who like, but so if I said chowby to somebody that was in that group, they'd start laughing. If I say chowby to you, you're like, what's a, what's a chowby? I wouldn't have any. I wouldn't right. have any. And so that's where you fall into stuff because you've known this person. And I also sometimes get a little, there's a part of me that as much as they want to be authentic, all right, I'm just going to turn on the mic and we're going to keep it real. But instead they turn on the mic and they're like, hey girl, what's up? All right, are you guys ready? And I'm like, wait, that that's authentic you, that's transparent. And I'm like, which on one hand is good because you are realizing people are listening to it, but it just, I don't know. In this example, I just was like, I think we need to go back to uh, the oven a little bit. And then w- one more thought on that is we talk about conflict in the podcast, you know, it, back to the disaster question that you yeah. had. You don't have to be explicit or you don't even have to have, to be talking about topics that are highly controversial to either offend or the the offending thing is actually much smaller than someone just disagreeing with you. (laughs) And like, this is what I think a lot of podcasters aren't ready for is you say, Oh, and this actually happens in our chat room all the time. You know, Hey, yeah. Well, a minor, here's a minor example. Yeah. That 2014 max should be fine. Then there was a bunch of comments like, don't do it, you know, don't video edit on that thing. Right. You can take that one of two ways. And you, you know, some people get super, I see this in the YouTube space all the time. YouTubers get started, they get a show, they get 50 or 60,000 subscribers. And then the comments start coming in about in a couple weeks into their videos, they start trying to justify everything. Oh, I know in the comments, I got this. And I know I'm going to say this, I don't want any comments, you know, kind of thing. You're going to get, and, and again, it's not controversy, it's just disagreement. And you've got to be ready for that kind of, you know, how are you going to handle that? Because for some people, it eats, it eats away at them. And then they start getting bitter on their podcast about it. And then that changes the content of what they have. And so you have to be really, really careful not to let your audience drive you in, to embitter you know, or to embitter you in this or to make you angry or for you to be constantly justifying all of the things that you believe to be true. Hey, it's true for you. Go with it. Right. Right. Um, I think that's a bigger concern in podcasting than offending. And it is a concern. I mean, there are some that that is, but Pete, the disagreement thing, man, you got to get past that and you got to not allow it to affect your content. Yeah. The chat room's chiming in here. Coach Dave says good stories are built on tension. If you're not offending someone, you're at risk for being bland. Conan O'Brien talked about how they got a report on his ads and how he's not brand safe. And he's like, I've never been brand safe. He's like, that's why people tune in, you know. Uh, well, remember, there's a difference between disagreeing and offending. Those are right. two, I think those are two totally different things. I, I give you a classic example. I was watching, and we'll come back to this, by the way. 
uh, remind me about Daniel's video. But the Hall of Fame thing at the very end, because live they couldn't get Adam Carolla's video to play. And so in post, they fixed it. There's Adam Carolla's things. Now, Adam took Jesus's name, the full name. I don't want to say it because some people, again, will get offended. He said... The one that ends in Superstar? Yeah. That one? Yeah. Okay. okay. Yeah. He said that three times as in a holy cow kind of way. And there are some people that will be like, he took the Lord's name in vain and like be really offended. And I was surprised because I'm, I, that was one that even kind of like, like, Ooh, ah, like I didn't like, I'm not listening to him ever again, but I was kind of like, Oh, I was surprised. I haven't heard someone just blatantly lay that one out. I was like, that's interesting that that kind of like, like just a, just a bit of a, a nudge there. So that's one to Adam. That's just his way of saying, Holy cow. But I can see people like, I'm never, he forget it. So again, that, that could be offending to, to some people. Yeah. And just apologize when you do. Yeah. You know? That's yeah. Cause I don't think anybody does it on purpose. Like, oh, Sorry. I'm going yeah. to offend you right now. Although I am this Sunday, I'm again filling in for my pastor who's sick and I'm going to start off the service by singing the Beatles help. And you know, the Beatles did drugs and they did all sorts of stuff and uh, you'll be fine. Then I the can't Beatles wait. Are super popular. Nobody remembers. It's nostalgia right. now. Oh, they don't trust me. The around. church lady's head is going to explode and that's why I'm doing it. I want to play the drums though, right? There's no, gonna, not going to be just a drummer. guitar. You'll be fine. You'll yeah. be fine. And I also found out that no matter what key you put that song in, part of it is going to be out of your range. So that's a Thank you, John Lennon. Craig says editing a couple of conversations will be an eye opener as well. But here's the thing. Most of those people don't edit because they want to keep it real. And I always say a podcast, sure, it's a conversation. It's a conversation with the boring parts removed. And then Coach Dave chimed in again. Of course, many of us here are Gen X. No one from this generation is afraid of a little conflict. We grew up in a live version of Lord <laughs> of the Flies. <laughs> oh, yes, uh, excellent. we did. Yes, yeah. we did. And then Jeff C. comes in for the win People don't realize creating content is work. It really is. It's, it's, you know, it usually just doesn't happen by accident. It, it takes a little planning, a little helping. So, but yes, that is a, a good opener. But, and also the Beatles are so Beatles. Like it's not a hard song to play until you get to the, that part was like, it's very George Harrison in a way. So yeah, uh, there you go. And, Chris says maybe loosing the sky with diamonds. Yeah, that'd be great. I don't think that's going to fit in. Although that one is that the lyric Lucy in the sky with diamonds. That is a song that was written on three different LSD trips. If I remember right. Yeah. I didn't know that was the actual lyric. I I knew that's the name of the big shit yourself in a boat on a river with tangerine dreams and marmalade skies. Yeah. Oh, nice. Somebody calls you. Okay. Meanwhile, back of the wrench, how are we doing on time? Let's thank some people, shall we? Uh, yeah, so if you'd like to be an awesome supporter, you can do that. All you got to do is go to askthepodcastcoach.com slash awesome. It's really that easy. And uh, this show is brought to you by the schoolofpodcasting.com. You've got courses, you got coaching, and you got community and a 30-day money-back guarantee, all for under 100 bucks a month. You can use the coupon code and save even more. Check it out, schoolofpodcasting.com. The Ask the Podcast Coach website, it runs on PodPage. 
If you go to Tripod page, that's my affiliate link. And if you're like, wait, I want to know more about this, then go to learnpodpage.com. It's a, a great tool. And I think by the end of the year, the School of Podcasting will actually be on Podpage. I'm, I'm sniffing that idea. We talked about Ecamm earlier. If you want to check out Ecamm, you're looking at it right now if you're watching the video. Askthepodcastcoach.com slash Ecamm is my affiliate link. And if I can get my mouse to work. If you need more Jim Collison, and hey, who doesn't need more Jim Collison? Look at him. Such a great guy. Then uh, just go over to theaverageguy.tv and uh, check out Home Gadget Geeks. And it's that time. It's time for the Wheel of Names. And before we do that, I do want to give a shout-out, a special shout-out to my buddy Craig over at livewellandflourish.com. A hundred episodes is a lot of episodes. We talk about, you know, creating good content is hard. And I saw that today, listened to it last night at Chipotle, listened to episode 100. So he's an awesome supporter. And uh, in fact, you will see here if I get my note joy out of the way or just bring this up. There we go. The Wheel of Names. So we'll see uh, who's going to be the awesome supporter. And I... Is it me, Jim, or did we start to get more $20 supporters the minute we rolled out the wheel of names? For a while I, there. I think, yeah, I think it does pretty well. You could have, you too could have on this and be a part of this madness <laughs> that we do. <laughs> so, $20, get out there and get it done. Just do it for a month. Try it out. All You'll right. like it. Round and round. First, we'll click on shuffle just so there's no, if anybody's worried about any shenanigans, we have shuffled the wheel and now we will spin and it goes round and round, and it's going to land on, is it Felix? It is Felix, the Latin Podcast Awards. There we go. So if you are of a Latin persuasion and you do a podcast, you should check out the latinpodcastawards.com. Felix, for your awesome support. And if you're listening right now and you go, hey, does this show save you some time? Has it saved you money? Has it saved you headaches? Has it kept you educated? And maybe you're using some of this information, and I'm speaking to you, other podcast consultants, that I've saved you time. Maybe you should give some back by going to askthepodcastcoach.com slash awesome. But uh, thanks to everyone. Super chats are always appreciated as well. So with that, let me go back. Go ahead. For those who are giving, you know, through Patreon, it all goes to Dave. So if you don't like me, which is very possible, <laughs> it all goes to Dave. How can you not like Jim Collison? Uh, there are some people who don't like me, but that's okay. Yeah, we were talking. They, they can disagree with me. We were talking earlier about how, you know, it might take more time than you think. And here's a fun one on that topic. We are about 20 episodes into our weekly podcast. And as it's a heavily crafted show, i.e. not a talk show, which I'm not sure what that means, unless they mean it's like an edited, MP. Yeah. Edited or it's produced. Yeah. That kind of thing. Yeah. I've, I've realized how ambitious being weekly was and what's the best way to play catch up and get some more shows recorded without forgetting that we exist. So the, the whole thing is it sounds like they want to take a break. And so do I divide into seasons and every 12 episodes or so announce we'll be back in X amount of weeks? B, go fortnightly. And I'm going to admit this. Is that bi-weekly? I think it's every other, every other week. So that would be, yeah. So we're avoiding this because it might put off future advertisers, but we only get 400 downloads per episode on average. So that's ages off anyway. That's a really good point. So many people make stuff like, because I'm going to get advertisers, I'm like, the big advertisers 
it's less than 10%. And I always sound like I'm uh, anti-ad, but uh, there's that. And then she says, we have a newsletter in socials so we can remind people we have a new episode out. So I, I mm, you could switch if you wanted to go. First of all, this is where I always say, and, and before we continue on, holy cow, look at this. We have a super chat, which means I get to press this button and make it rain and make it rain and make it okay. Or maybe not make it. There it goes. We're raining money here. Yeah. So this is where I always say, thank you, Jeff, by the way. And I always say record, and, and this is, I use toggle, T-O-G-G-L, because apparently the E was too expensive, <laughs> and time yourself and see how long it actually takes to make an episode. Not just the exporting the MP3 file at the end. How much time did you spend researching? How much time did you spend editing and all that other fun stuff that makes a podcast? And then say, oh, wow, this took 15 hours to make an episode. Then ask yourself, do I have 15 hours a week to make an episode, to, to do a podcast? And then the answer is no, because the kids have soccer and all this other stuff. Well, then guess what, kiddos? You're not doing a weekly podcast or you're going to find somebody to help you do that. But that's just not the way it works. So that would be my first thing. And then just realize that, Maybe it is bi-weekly, or here's an you're either going to make the shore shorter, shorter instead of an hour. Maybe it's now 15 minutes, you know, so that would be my first step. And then, it, that, so let's say I do have to change my schedule. And this is the, I think people forget that we can do this. And I guess because they don't, like you don't see, unless you're watching reruns of Moonlighting from 1987, usually people do not break what they call the fourth wall and talk to the audience, right? You're putting on a show, but in podcasting, you can actually put out an episode and talk directly to your audience and say, hey, just so you know, starting April 1st, this show is going to go to fortnightly or every other week. If you're new to the show, go to mywebsite.com slash follow, and you can download the entire back catalog. And you don't really need to apologize because they're not paying for it. And if they want more episodes, then say, well, then, you know, here's my Patreon. When I get to $400 a month, I'll start making extra episodes or something like that. But I mean, I don't know. Any thoughts on, you know, in this case, she's trying to figure out how to take a break, but she's also trying to figure out her schedule. You don't have that many people. Just do it. Like we, we get too, we get too worried about that kind of stuff. No one for the most part is especially when it's that early is like, Oh, they were supposed to put a podcast out on Monday. Unsubscribe. Like nobody right. does that. Just relax. You're not that big of a deal yet. It's going to be fine. Take a week off, go every other week for a while. You don't even have to tell people you're doing that. It's nice to, you know, start, start the show and say, Hey, Oh, by the way, Gary, thank you for your, your super chat there. The, the, Chat room's lighting up with Super Chats. Thank you for doing that. Appreciate that. And again, remember, supporting Dave with that. So, <laughs> so one, it's not that big of a deal. I do like the idea, especially that early in, the, in their podcast, you know, in, their, in the making of this, they could introduce seasons. And people do are now are figuring out seasons on podcasting. And so make 10 and then take some time off. And while you're taking some time off, you can be banking some content for the next season 
so that when you get to it, it's not so much work, right? Just make sure you budget it, right? If you're going to do that for a second season, sometimes you make a season and you, you never come back because you're like, man, that's too much freaking work, yeah, right? That was just too much work to get it done. So I like both, you know, I like both. Hey, tell the audience, hey, this is a lot more than I thought it was going to be. And we're going to go every other week. That would be fine. Or come in and say, hey, we're going to make, we're going to wrap this season up. And you know what? If you didn't say it was going to be seasonal in the beginning, don't worry about it. Just say, I'm learning. This is what we're going to do. And people will be fine with it. I think people are much more graceful giving grace than we give them credit for. Those that don't, you didn't really want them as a listener anyways. And so you, oh man, big, well, look at that one, Dave. That's, that's, we got another one at, at the uh, Ask Ralph podcast. Holy shnikes. <laughs> you Ask, guys are on fire today. AskRalphPodcast.com. Thank now, you that. Now you have to take me out to lunch for all of this. Well, <laughs> that's it. Well, I here's, I got to show up in Ohio. Here's the thing I am embarrassed to say. Because Gary's everywhere. Gary's here every week. Do you know Gary's website? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know Ga that kind of memory. Gary, say Gary, the name of your, your show in the, yeah, let's give you some plugs here. But, uh, yeah, yeah, throw oh, I know no, they can't, yeah, the name of the show. You can't put a link. In. Yeah. And I know Jeff is Social Media News Live because I just subscribed to his show. I, I'm playing with Podorama. And that was the thing. They have a an OPML. And then I saw this is where going live comes in handy because I I have I smashed the bell. I liked it. And then I subscribed. So when Jeff goes live on Fridays, it's like, hey, Jeff is going live. And I was like, wait a minute, Jeff. And I was like, oh, when I moved to Padurama, somehow that didn't uh, come across. So look at this. The chat room is just being so kind here. Castahead.net. That's a website I know. That's from... Uh, Chris Stone. So if you need video help, definitely uh, go over and check out Chris. He is a member of the School of Podcasting that uh, anytime Chris, there's a... You don't have to like me. You don't have to like me. <laughs> and, but I appreciate that. You and they're all promoting each other. Yeah. Craig says uh, the Ask Ralph podcast is great. Yeah. If you're, if you need tax, in fact, I'm Ralph, it's official. I'm bringing you on the School of Podcasting to ask you a bunch of tax questions. I thought about that this morning. I was like, why am I not bringing Ralph on? We just have to figure out you know, we'll have to do the old, he's an accountant. He's not your accountant. Be sure to consult somebody in your uh, area. But meanwhile, getting back to uh, taking a break. And J Jeff C is going to be on Home Gadget Geeks this Thursday. Oh, well, there you so go. He's, yeah, he's joining me. So it, by the way, if you have a tech, tech topic you want to talk about, I'm always taking guests. So podcasters are easy to do. Jim at TheAverageGuy.tv if you're, if you're interested. Jeff's going to join me on Thursday. Yeah. Uh, Gary is the Small Business Matters podcast. So there you go. Yeah. Yeah. And he says, hey, Jeff's rocking it today. Yeah. Jeff shows on Friday is, is excellent. It is. It's really good. And that's one that was, here's, here's when you know you have a good show because the minute I saw Jeff's name, I was like, oh man, wait a minute. And so I've been playing with a bunch of these different apps. I'm trying to find the, the, it, which is kind of funny. I'm trying to find the perfect replacement for Google podcasts which is weird because I'm spending a lot of time on this for 3% of my audience, if I'm lucky, but I have yet to find the perfect one because like, I love the thing I love about Podurama is they have, you know, here's all these shows that I listen to, but I can come over here and click on, let's see health. And this is an auto, an automated. So there's a primal 
I forget the name of that show, but there's this new doctor guy that I just found. So it's smart playlists. I have a politics one. So there's no agenda. Here's my marketing playlist. But they also have, if you're a Q person, which is what I just started doing because I have so many different shows. But the thing I love, if you want to upload, like uh, somebody gave me Tim Ferriss's podcast, they're like, this is good. So I downloaded the episode and then uploaded it here and I can listen to it there. It's pretty handy. And they have the bookmark thing. So you can see here where I have, and I love the fact that I can go to this show and click right on where I made a bookmark. So it's a lot like Audible that way. So I love it, except for one thing. A, they support chapters, but not podcasting 2.0 chapters, and they don't do any Bitcoin streaming. And I was like, oh, and I've emailed them. Like, can you guys look at the Git Albi thing? That would be really cool. So they're like, I will look at it, but I'm, I don't know. It's pretty, and the other thing I love about it, they are iOS and their Android and their website version. Here's the thing that I was like this week that I was like, that's cool is I was listening to Conan O'Brien. This is the other thing I love. I can go into this app and say, start Conan at nine minutes because I'm tired of hearing him berate his staff. It drives me nuts. And then he finally gets to the uh, the person. So I love that feature. But their web-based version, I was listening to it because I like it because that wouldn't have to tie my phone into the Bluetooth and then the next time into my roadcaster and then the next time in the kitchen I'm on a phone call. All of a sudden, the person I'm talking to on the phone comes out of my office. That drives me nuts. So I can listen on my my computer. And I literally stopped in the middle of Conan laughing, grabbed my phone, went to the kitchen to make my breakfast, hit play, and it picked up literally mid-laugh. So I don't know how they're syncing. But I was like, that's almost instantly. So, But uh, did we get yet another super chat? A couple more big big thanks to Uncle Marv checking in. He says, uh, I can't be left out. And so Uncle Marv uh, jumping in. And then Coach Dave says, it's always good Saturday. AM hanging out with Dave and Jim, the awesome chat room every week. Cheers. So thank you both, Uncle Marv and Coach Dave, for jumping. Man, you guys are super generous this morning. I was going to leave early. I'm kind of glad I stayed, <laughs> stayed, stayed around to see this. This is awesome. You guys are, you and, guys are fantastic. Thanks for your generosity, though, by the way. I appreciate that. Yes. Thank you for doing that. And Uncle Marv and Coach Dave, if you guys could say the name of your show in the chat, I'd be happy to... Uh, I see business podcast is is Uncle Marv. He was on my show about three weeks ago. He's a he's an awesome tech dude, and I don't know Coach Dave. So, Coach Dave, throw your. uh, I know he had a soccer thing for a while, hence the the coach part. What's the current one, or what? Which one do you want to promote in there? Always good to always good. Throw those in the super chat too. For anybody else doing that, put the name of your podcast in the super chat too, so we see it. Here's a fun question. And this, I think, is going to come up more frequently is guest doesn't want to go on video. How do I make it look okay? I have a guest who is willing to come on my podcast, but it doesn't want to be on video, which is fine. But I put a big focus on YouTube and most of my promotion is through Reels. I record through Riverside.fm and any suggestions on how I can still make it look okay if he's got his camera off, I, the host, will still be on camera. So any thoughts on this one, Jim? Because I had one that's probably not going to be popular. I was sorry. I was super distracted by Todd the Gator checking uh, in. $20 in a super chat. He says credit where credit is due. You create great value for the podcasting community. I love this, this by the way. And then Craig, live well and flourish, throwing 20 into the mix. Holy this cow. is starting to feel like a revival. 
Like who else is coming down? <laughs> gonna, as you as you are as you were. What was what what's the name of the song we would play and people? Uh, oh, as yeah. I am. Oh yeah, just one more time. If anybody wants to come to the altar I, or give a super chat, I feel like time. I'm waiting for uh, Ed McMahon to like, let's go to the tally board. Like I'm on Jerry Lewis, you know. And then uh, John John Spencer checking, and he's uh, he's up in it uh, for twenty two dollars. Just had to be the odd one out. LOL, no podcast yet, but both an awesome supporter and in the school of podcasting i appreciate both dave and jim john thanks for that that's super nice you guys are you guys are rocking dave you feel special i do feel special i feel warm and tingly i feel now you get that mac m3 is what gary (laughs) i feel i feel my windows slowly getting paid off so (laughs) nice yeah Yeah. that's that's super okay so totally yeah we we have a guest that won't come on video and so they, they, so the person said, well, you can turn your camera off. But the, the line that threw me was I've put a big focus on YouTube and I'm going to promote through reels. So how can I still make it make look graphic. okay? Yeah. Just make a graphic for it, especially on That's reels. not a bad like idea. You can, you can just make a graphic and, and put something there. And I would definitely use the feature that puts the words in as they're saying it. So it gives them something to look at. You know what I'm talking about? Where it transcribes it in, in a, you know, transcribes yeah. it on the, oh, that's true. Yeah. yeah. You don't need, you don't need to have to have a video. You could, you can just add a graphic in there. In fact, you could make a, have, have Mark make a really nice image for you to yeah. put behind that and then put the words on top of it. And Todd, the Gator show, that one I know is guardian downcast. So thank you. Mr. Gator yeah, and terribly nerdy with, with John Moons is checking in with a $20 there you go. That's another, chat. another awesome supporter. Always a good show. So terribly nerdy. I like that. Terribly nerdy. Terribly, not just nerdy, terribly nerdy. Is that a tech show? I would think is, so. Is that, maybe that'd be a nice one. Maybe there's an interview there on home. Uh, done or something like that, you know, but my, saying, not being overtly at recruiting here, but you, know, you never know. Well, the thing you might keep in mind to this person that doesn't want to turn on their video yeah. is if it oh, was, yeah. Oh yeah, we have a subject. Yeah. Sorry. Well, no, that's all yeah, right. Sorry. Well, Hey, anytime somebody's throwing money at me, you can distract me. Yeah. That's always a beautiful yeah, thing. Yeah, right but the, if I, if they don't want to come on and the part that made me twinge is I'm really putting a lot of focus on YouTube. Well, we've all kind of said that the static image on YouTube doesn't work as well maybe not have this person on maybe and like look this is what i do now if you don't want to come on video that's fine but if it's you know quincy jones or like i remember rob walsh got to interview quincy jones and he said yeah i normally don't do people over the phone but it was quincy jones so he's like i will take the phone call chris says creating audiograms on vertical for shorts is mostly a waste of time Recorded video of yourself talking, use captions like Jim said. Yep. Yeah, because it's, it's just going to be tough. Uh, Coach Dave says a good strategy also helps to convey the nonverbal cues. I usually record double ender video, but only use the audio unless we're doing a webinar. So, yeah. So, we're to, um, Gary says, wait a minute. He had a uh, an answer. Jeff says, if they want to be on the show, there are some requirements that they need to follow. If they don't turn on the camera, they can't be on the show. See, that's me. I'm like, if I'm a video guy, oh, you know, yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. So that might be the case. So that is something. Would you allow someone to come on as an avatar? You know, a Zoom has a video avatar that you can create for yourself that the lips move when you're talking, but it's definitely a cartoon. Right? Oh, they could, it, if they could be like a cat, that'd be great. For- yeah. Well, <laughs> would you allow that? What if that's, what if that's what they're most comfortable with? For with, uh, it's going to be, there's a line there. So if, because there's a thing in Zoom where you can make yourself a cat, I believe. And if what they look like distracts so much from what they're saying, then I'm going to be like, mm, no. But if it's, because I, I think the only person I would let do that would be Jack from the Darknet Diaries, who has had stalkers and basically is very private. Because his, like, he used to do a video and people did a Google some sort of Google tool that they could identify the building out his window and then figured out where he lived because he does a show about hacking. So those guys can be a a little harsh, a little over the line a bit. Yeah. So I I think as always, it depends. And if Jack wants to come on my show and I'm doing video, I will let Jack, because the last time I talked to him, which was years ago, he was getting like hundreds of thousands of downloads an episode and kind of didn't want to talk about it. He was super humble. He's like, yeah, I'm like, dude, you're getting hundreds of thousands of downloads. This is, you could also do this, I guess. You could put a black line across their eyes and just tell them not to move. Yes. And Jeff said, I saw a photo of Dave bath, <laughs> Dave in the bathtub podcasting. Would you allow that on your show? So I was in the Bronx at a, uh, at an event and they didn't have a table. You know, there's usually like a place And I had to do a webinar and I was like, well, okay. And there was this thing that went across the bathtub, this little like, almost like a table kind of thing, but it was for soap and things like that. So I just put my laptop on that and then hung out in the bathtub. I was also about 30 pounds lighter. When I saw that picture, I was like, I got to lose some weight. So, you know, Chris says we had a celebrity that agreed to be on an interview, but wasn't in a place where they were comfortable with cell service and called in. So he created an avatar in the post. Yeah. Yeah, I think that can work in some cases. You know, just put a face up there or something, you know, to to for something for somebody to look at. Yeah. You know, that that could be some sometimes. I mean, not everybody, especially on YouTube, is interested in a talking heads. And so they may just want to listen. They may want to put it on their phone and listen. May not be as bad as you think it is. I do it anyways, and then make a determination on how I'm going to use this after the fact, because you may get gold to say no, right, right off the bat, like to just rule it out. I mean, if that's what you choose to do, that's fine. I don't know. No judgment there, but I, I may try it and just kind of say, what, what do we get out of this? You know? And then you could have them sound like this. (laughs) All right. I'm not, you know, whatever. That's not annoying at all. (laughs) That's it. Put a, put a blindfold over them so we can't see that. I don't know. You sound like a Guauld from, from a Stargate. <laughs> That's what you sound like. Uh, inject the torpedo firing thing now. Laser. Pew, pew, pew. All right. Exactly. Uh, oh, my gosh. But that's a, that's SP, that was for you. Yeah, that's it. And I think um, in the end, it's going to be up to you. You know, try it, right? It might, if it doesn't look good. And then I think the thing I would avoid is, hey, on today's show, the guest didn't want to be on video. So when you see them talking, like, I'm sorry, like, don't, don't apologize for it. 
I think people will figure it out. And if you want to put a disclaimer, maybe do it at the end. I don't know. That's a good one. Cause I've, if you don't do a disclaimer, then people are going to go, wait, what's up with the video? Yeah. Yeah. That's hmm, what that's, that's a tough one. I just wouldn't apologize. I would just say, Hey, today's guest, we had issue, we had issue, we, you know, we had a situation where their camera wasn't on. They requested. They, they no, re- I, yeah. Let's make them, let's throw them under the bus. They requested. No, to- no, no, no. I don't think that's throwing them under the bus. Just hey, say. in this episode, we, our guest requested that, that 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 we not show video. We haven't, so we haven't done that for this episode. Just so you're aware, let's get started. It, that way, nobody feels awkward. Like the whole time, they're like, "Why is there no video?" Right, right. You know, if they're watching it. So, no, I think you could say that right up front and uh, it, before you dive into the interview or whatever, just so people get comfortable with it. Yeah, that would work. I just i I always hate when people. In fact, I started off, I think, two episodes ago with an apology, but I owed somebody an apology because I did the question of the month, and then for for whatever reason, it did not make it to me. But he submitted it, and I was like, "Oops!" And then I said, "It'll be in the next episode," and then it wasn't. And yeah. I was like, "Oh, now I owe the guy two mm-hmm. apologies." Speaking of that, as we uh, get ready to round up, I, it would be cool if I had one more answer. So, Jim, you will be. I'm going to ask you the question of the month. Yeah, and that is, people say. It's harder to grow a podcast now than it was, say, five, 10 years ago. So the question is, which category are you in? Are you a person that's looking for more podcasts? Or are you, I've got my stable of podcasts and I'm good? Or are you option number three? I already have way too many podcasts to listen to. Well, first, not any harder, just different problems. Yeah. But second, I'm the kind of person that I've, I've got as many as I need. I'm not looking right now. If I get a solid recommendation, I'll go have a listen, but I'm not actively looking for new podcasts. Yeah, because I know when when Jeff's came up, I was like, ooh, I need to add this to my like level one rotation. This is something that when it comes out, I want to listen to. And there are other podcasts about podcasting that are fine. They're just, it's not something that I want. Like Jeff, I want to stop and take notes. Like he has really good guests and he's a really good interviewer and he has a great community. And I was like, oh, I got to get him into the rotation. And so I I listened to one. It was a new person. And again, wasn't horrible, but it wasn't anything that made me want to take notes. A lot of it was about joining her membership a little bit, you know, a little over pitching maybe. And look, you got to eat. So you got to ask, but you know, you don't have to ask every three minutes. So, but at any rate, oh, that went, did that go fast today? Yeah. Yeah, it was good. We had a whole weird making rain segment in the middle that we're... (laughs) But you know what? Big thanks to everybody who who gave today. I mean, I I appreciate it. I appreciate Dave, and I'm glad that you guys appreciate him too. So thanks for doing that. Appreciate it. Yeah. So Jim, anything exciting besides trees coming up on uh, theaverageguy.tv? It's always exciting on Home Gadget Geeks. (laughs) We had Gavin Campbell from HomeTech.fm. We talked a little bit about Matter, which is a platform in home automation that's kind of getting popular. They're trying to unify all the home automation standards in some way. To if you think of think of it like USB, like a USB or podcasting 2.0. And so we spend a little time talking about that. Gavin's super funny, so we laughed a lot. It's available a little bit later today or tonight. The tree cutting thing got in my way, but in producing it, but. It'll be out at TheAverageGuy.tv. And as we wrap up, Chris had a great point here. He says, never apologize and always make the guests look great in spite of the issue. Absolutely. Hands down. 
Uh, on the School of Podcasting, I will be doing the question of the month, which is the question you just heard. So I think that gives me five answers now. <clears throat> so that'll be coming up. And I'll be talking a little bit about... No, I'm not. I was going to talk a little bit about Podcasting 2.0, but that's the question of the month for March. If you go to schoolofpodcasting.com slash question, and we're just asking like, what do you know about it? What do you think about it? So that'll be in the future. So I got a couple of things. I might talk about Evernote again in the School of Podcasting. And uh, there are some lessons there that uh, you can learn from a podcasting standpoint. But uh, we thanks again to Mark over at podcastbranding.co, Dan over at based on a true story podcast.com. And thanks to the awesome chat room today. It really does make me feel warm and fuzzy. And I, I will put up, I have a cute little button now that comes up and says, oh, I you know, like that. click the bell and that whole nine yards. And uh, we deeply appreciate it. Jim, good luck with your tree. Thank and you. Yeah, I'm going to go cut some wood. That's it. And uh, everybody have a great weekend. We will see you next week with another fun-filled episode of Ask the Podcast Coach. Ask the Podcast Coach.